Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Hey, thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. As I move the twitch.tv camera, I'm always interested in, like, who's in here before me and then has the camera pointing right at their face. It's already bad enough, the angle of the dangle, the heat of the meat. Uh, It's already bad enough (laughs) as it is, but... uh, and then they point the microphone straight down, but then they have the chair boosted all the way up. So it's almost like if Mini-Me was laying on his back doing the show with the back of his head resting on the counter. Anyway, uh, we're here for you. When I say we, I, I mean me. It's 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Get you in. Get you heard. Wherever you might happen to be listening. In this great land of ours, that's right, coast to coast, border to border, Madagascar, and the United States, proud and privileged of being on the American Forces Radio Network. If you are in the uh, fantastic uh, military, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, National Guard, Space Force, I sound like Trump there, it's fantastic, it's beautiful, everyone's talking, I can't do it, Trump. I know. I can imp- I can do some impressions. I, I never really tried to do a Trump. That one's uh, that one's not really working. Uh, we do have a uh, full slate of guests. When do we not? Very pleased to bring in director Dan Brown on the other side of the break. We'll also have Dan Goldenberg back. A couple of Dans uh, from the Call of Duty franchise. SalesportTalk.com, 9.40 on Tuesdays. Omar Vizquel. We'll, we'll take a look at the Gold Glovers. He certainly has enough of them. In the second hour, also uh, Russell Webster and Bob Summer with their new comedy festival. J.D. Sharp will join us. And then Saffron Cassidy, director and actress. And the return of Tom Clavin for his new book, The Last Outlaws. we got three hours. Let's do it. 
Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Do you own an annuity? either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. The brand new movie coming out from Wellgo USA, and it's going to be in theaters this Friday and on demand digitally on November 14th. It's called Your Lucky Day, and we have the writer and director with us right now, Daniel Brown. 
Uh, Dan, thanks for being on the show. And I guess when you write it and direct it, it really is your baby. But on the other hand, it's kind of all on you. Is that like a double-edged sword sometimes? Uh, yeah, definitely a double-edged sword. But I think um, I have a background on doing music videos and commercials and stuff. So it's pretty normal, I would say. It feels I'd rather fail by my own means than you know feel like you were forced to make a decision or something that may have ruined something. So I guess, I don't know. Bullet George is right, but I don't mind it. <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about the plot because this is kind of a uh, a lottery winnings gone wrong, right? Yes, a bunch of stuff goes wrong. Um, you know, the basics are that there is um, a young guy played by Angus Cloud named Sterling who's just sort of uh, been robbed, and he comes to a convenience store, and inside that store, there's sort of like a kind of like a jerk wins the lottery, makes a big show of it, and having just been robbed, he decides that he's going to take this lottery ticket from him. Unbeknownst to him, there's also a cop in the store uh, who comes out right as this is all happening, and sort of, um, you know, things go out of control from there. Do you... This is one of those kinds of story. Do you remember when you got the idea for this, or did it sort of come over time, or does it hit you like a ton of bricks? I think the idea came... A little over time, some of it was based on, I saw like a, a Farsight comic where they, there was a dead, it was like a corpse joke where they found like a lottery ticket on a dead person and that got my head just sort of spinning on like, oh, that's an interesting idea. And then kind of, I think I was just in a convenience store looking at lottery tickets and, like, and they all kind of came together as an idea. So Let's talk about the cast. Uh... Yeah, I think over time, but yeah. Sorry, though, you're cutting out there. I thought you were done. Um, Angus Cloud, um, uh, Jessica Garza, Sterling Bowman, um, Elliot Knight. How did you come about uh, the uh, the cast? Why were they the right ones? Uh, well, first, I think Angus was just sort of exceptionally perfect for the part. Um, just really, really lucky that he was interested in it. This is a, you know an indie movie, so you're sort of a little more like at the mercy of the material, and if anybody's interested, uh, you're not really offering a great payday. So it's so more who's, who likes the script, who gets it, and who's on board for what you're doing. Um, and then I was just, I had a lot of great options, actually, actors who wanted to be Sterling, and I guess just sort of was exactly kind of what I was looking for. You know, one of those things where my wife had said, oh, you know, who should be in the movie? Angus. And then he was interested. So it just sort of, that sort of kismet, I guess. And then, you know, everybody else just sort of was interested in the script, and I was just incredibly lucky to get them. Yeah, and he's a... Um... He's an Oakland guy like myself, and uh, you know, passed away in July, right? Yeah, it's yeah. That's yeah. Sorry, I. It's still kind of even just when people bring it up. Sometimes it just hits a certain way. Um, yeah, no, he's he's amazing, and from Oakland, I'm from. I grew up in Reno, Nevada, so there's sort of that Northern California, Northern Nevada kind of connection, um, and just a sweetheart, just like really, really sad. I don't know how. Else to describe it but you know like he had that star quality where he was the nicest person on set he was kind to everybody he was you know just this wonderful whole person um and he brought so much to this movie and just kind of made everybody feel at ease anytime you were around him um and just an incredible tragedy were you and, uh, you know my heart really goes out to his mother and family yeah were you bishop anog wooster hug reno which high school did you go to 
I went to McQueen. McQueen, the one I didn't mention. <laughs> <laughs> you know your Reno, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm a, yeah, we, I, we, yeah, I'm a Tahoe cool. guy, and my cousins live in Reno, so that's why. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, wonderful. Yeah. No, it's a great, and I, I did go to Reno High for, they had a, in the area, they had an occupational center, and they had a 3D animation class that, I would, would do like half of the day in my junior high school. So I know, I know it pretty well. That's awesome. Tahoe's lovely. I love it up there. I really, it's one of, you know, it's just such an amazing, beautiful place. But did you work at Circus Circus and later become a Reno cop like my cousin? <laughs> <laughs> I did not do that. But I think, maybe that was part of this idea too, is just, you know, you grew up in Reno around, uh, you know, the house always wins, right? There's that. Mm sense of there's all these casinos and if people were making money then they wouldn't exist so i definitely feel like growing up in that area and seeing you know that business kind of up close and personal you kind of look at the darker side of it right and i know you got to run what would be maybe your favorite five minutes of this movie off the top of your head um that's a tough one I think maybe top of my head, I really love the stuff of them like discussing what they're going to do with the ticket. And, um, that kind of like hits me pretty hard. And then I do really, there's a scene where Angus uh, talks about what he would do if he won the money. And that was sort of one of those improvised moments. There was something in the script and he kind of took it and ran with it and just sort of made it his own. And especially now, it's something that I really kind of think about as his moment and it's one of the things I think about the most when I think about the film right now. Are you working on your lucky day too? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not at the moment. Um, I've, got <laughs> I've got another movie I'm working on. That's like uh, you know, vampire movie kind of thing. Uh, but it's, you know, we'll see how that all goes. But right now, just sort of kind of taking the moment and, um, you know, thinking about Angus a bunch. I'm going to be in Oakland in a couple of days to watch the movie with his mom and I'm really excited to do that. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be uh that's going to be tough. All right, uh as I said, uh, director and uh writer of Your Lucky Day, Dan Brown has been our guest and uh, it's from our friends over at Wellgo USA. It's going to be debuting in theaters this Friday and on demand on November 14th. Dan, congratulations on the movie. Thank you so much. No doubt about it. Um that's the other thing too. Like the other day when whatever Powerball got over a billion and I bought like one quick pick and I couldn't find it. And I was like, I know I didn't win, <laughs> but I found out that the town that I was in when I bought it in NorCal, I was just driving through in a Seven Eleven that they said that someone in that general area had won and I thought I have to find it and uh, what would I have done with the I think first of all you cash out and the dumbest thing you do let's get this in real quick before the commercial here the dumbest thing you would do would be invest it because if you have 500 million dollars cash you've already have the money so investing it is stupid what you can do is put a hundred million in the bank and then take the other 400 million and just buy crap and give it away. And you still have a hundred million dollars. This is what the 
Haas family understood and the Fisher family doesn't understand. You can remain rich. But I would buy not a Premier League club because I'm not a billionaire, but I would buy some lower division clubs in England, save them from administration, or as we would say, bankruptcy, be the savior in that town until they got their hopes up and then they would hate me for being American. But for a little while, they would love me. <laughs> but then if results didn't start going that way, they would forget that I actually saved them. But for uh, maybe a year, a year and a half, I would be the, I'd be the big star. All right. Uh, we'll come on back on the other side. We'll have Dan Goldenberg from Call of Duty Endowment. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free prices. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 
That's 800-915-9654. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that, and welcome back to Sports Byline USA, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's always a pleasure when we bring in Dan Goldenberg from the Call of Duty Endowment. They have helped our brave men and women in uniform and out of uniform over the years, and uh, it's timely because Modern Warfare 3 is here, and also um, we are at... uh, Veterans Day uh, as well. Uh, Dan, uh, it's kind of a nice little, uh, um, uh, I don't want to call it a coincidence, but both of these things, you know, coinciding at the same time, huh? Thanks for having me back. It's so wonderful to be here. Um, yeah, look, it's, it's Veterans Month, and, uh, you know, with Modern Warfare 3 launching on Friday, which is the day Veterans Day is observed, even though it's 11-11 a Saturday, uh, it, it's totally appropriate. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, the need for vets to find high-quality jobs hasn't abated at all. We're still looking at a 60% underemployment rate. And, you know, we're here. Uh, we, we're here to support vets. We couldn't do it without the support we get from the Call of Duty community and, and, and Activision Blizzard. Uh, and, you know, vets will reach out to us. Um, they're, they're three times more likely to land a high-quality job. We get them resume help and interview help. They're three times more likely to land that great job. And we always provide that for free. Uh, Veterans should never, ever pay for those services. And uh, I should just let everybody know, if they don't know about Call of Duty Endowment, in the last about 15 years, over 125,000 veterans uh, placed in jobs. And these aren't dishwashing, ditch-digging jobs. These are real jobs. Average starting salary is uh, $70,000 plus. What is it, too, about veterans that, you know, they're sort of taught to be self-sufficient and resilient, and they think, I don't, I don't need your help. I can do this, do this on my own. They have to sort of kind of get past that sometimes, huh? Absolutely. You know, you, know, you take a, a warrior who's coming out of the service. They have every reason to be confident. But something happens when they hit the point of transition, and they seem to lose that confidence and at the same point they see sometimes they're just too proud to ask for help and you know it's help by and large from fellow vets uh who, who are in these organizations we fund who, who will help them but they've got to get over that um it, it's not weakness to ask for help um it's strength and there's a lot of people here who want to help you land the good fit job uh, but you got to get over that you, you've got to make the ask you know go to call duty org. Uh, and click on our veteran support tab. We'll route you to one of our grantees who provides incredible service for free. Um, but you got you got to you got to take the first step. I think what's cool too is, and I've spent a lot of time 
in the UK, and obviously Call of Duty is a worldwide, uh, you know, entity, and our um, our allies in England and Scotland, Ireland, Northern Ireland, they are uh, some of our closest allies. You guys are working with their organizations too, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. We, we've helped place more than 3,000 vets in the UK into jobs. There are two amazing organizations we fund over there, uh, the Forces Employment Charity and uh, Walking with the Wounded. They both do incredible job. Walking with the Wounded tends to focus more on vets who have high barriers to employment, either physical or mental health barriers, uh, whereas the Forces Employment Charity used to be called RFEA. They rebranded about a year ago. Um, works with everybody. Uh, and they're both outstanding. Um, you know, they've, uh, we, we need to do everything we can to support the veterans who serve their country. And we're doing it both in the U.S. and the U.K. What is maybe, Dan, one of your favorite stories of, uh, you know, uh, helping somebody and, and them, you know, pulling themselves up and, and getting back to, uh, to respectability and success? Yeah, well, you know, we hear all the time, especially from combat arms folks, you know, infantry, hey, I'm just a door kicker. What use are they going to be for my skills? And when we can prove them wrong, that's my, one of my favorite moments mm -hmm. because the bottom line is if you're an E4 getting out of the military and you're in the infantry, you actually have a host of skills that are valued, uh, both soft skills and hard skills that are valued by the commercial sector. So I can think of uh, an E4 who got out, um, medically, uh, he, he was wounded and he couldn't um, continue. He wanted a whole career in the army, but he couldn't pursue it. And but he had a. We, we determined he had a passion for computers. We got him the certifications and training he needed. He got hired, uh, and in six months, he was running a whole team. Because not surprisingly, his leadership skills as, as an infantryman who had been leading a fire team, uh, you know, came to the forefront. And his work ethic and everything else. And um, he's now in a position today where he's hiring other veterans. So that's, that's like, you know, the ideal situation for us. You think about how much it costs for other organizations and the U.S. government to try to place um, some of these veterans in jobs. You guys do it at a much more economical uh, approach, don't you? Yeah. So here's the crazy thing. So the U.S. government, the whole U.S. government spends about $300 billion, that's billion with a B, on veterans, less than one tenth of one percent of that goes to employment. Mm -hmm. Even though it's the number one thing veterans ask for is employment help. Mm -hmm. Kind of crazy. At the same time, the government programs from the Department of Labor that do this are thirteen times more expensive with worse results than our, the work our grantees do. So, for last year, for six hundred eighteen dollars, our, our on average, we were able to place a vet into a higher quality job than the government's efforts. So. Um, you know, it's it's just kind of crazy. I mean, the place to go for sure for, for high quality help is with our grantees, not not the government programs. Unfortunately, they're not bad. They're just they're they're not. I should say they're not harmful. They're just not sufficient. Activision Blizzard, obviously, and the CEO Bobby Kotek, who helped co-found it, they throw a lot of money at you guys. But you also do a lot of grant writing, and it's it's not just the game, right? Yeah, so, well, first of all, every cent we raise, every single cent goes directly to putting vets in jobs. Um, Activism Blizzard covers all of our operating costs, so we're one of the few charities in the United States that can say that. Um, so we're really proud of that. Um, the Call of Duty community through in-game items, like we're launching next week, and I can talk about that a little bit if you want. Um, every cent Activision receives from that goes directly into employment grants. 
we also have events like our recently completed Code Bowl uh, that raises funds, and uh, we partner with amazing companies like Pilot, USAA, uh, Monster, who, who help us raise funds in other ways as well. So it's it, you know it's a variety of uh, of efforts um, to do that. But again, the key thing is every cent we raise goes directly to put invested jobs. I know you were a Navy captain. My dad retired at lieutenant commander, and his only regret was he never got the old scrambled eggs on the bill there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I, I got them. Uh, paid the price, but but but, but I did. But it, it was an honor to serve. And uh, uh, you know, honestly, something I do worry about though is I don't know if you've noticed, but the last two years, all the branches of the service except the Marine Corps missed their recruiting goals. Mm. And I think it's a lot of that is tied to the perception of how veterans do after their service, right? The, the most important influencers for why people join the service in the first place are teachers and parents. If they think that veterans aren't having good outcomes after the service, they're not going to recommend their, these kids go into the service, these young men and women. Um, and so it's so important what we do uh, that we prove that, you know, veterans can have great economic outcomes after service. They're, they're wired to be successful. We just need to enable them you know, with the right coaching, uh, the right support. Um, and so that's, it, it's not just a nice thing to do for veterans. It's not just a, uh, something the country owes veterans. It's a national security imperative. If we're dependent on the all-volunteer force, and people are, good people are not going to join if they don't think there's going to be good outcomes afterwards. And if people are wondering how they can help, for me as a gamer, the number one thing, like I look at that Valkyrie pack, and that's the Call of Duty endowment pack, and you get uh, some pretty cool merch, the helmet, the chopper, a couple of boosts, an assault rifle, a pistol. That was a, a, a pretty good pack there, and that's a great way to help. It's a win-win. And Valkyrie was an awesome pack, but I, we've one-upped ourselves. So this Friday, the Warrior pack is out, uh, and it's, uh, we worked with a retired and decorated Navy SEAL uh, to create the pack, um, we've, we've been doing this Warrior Wednesday series where we've been slowly teasing it. But Friday it'll be out, and I think people are going to be pretty floored. It's the best pack we've ever done. Activision has been amazing uh, partnering with us on this. Uh, we're so pleased with uh, the results, and we think the community will be too. Um, you know, what's really cool is not only is it a, an actual veteran, combat veteran that we're, um, uh, you know, that, that inspired the pack and that we collaborated with, um, the devs who worked on it, there was a dev who worked on it who's a veteran, and uh, you'll see through some of the content we put forward, um, one of his SEAL uh, buddies is actually an employee at Activision, um, so we had him do an interview uh, with him uh, to promote the pack as well. So it, it, it's an all-in Activision veteran uh, effort, so I think everybody's going to be super pleased with this pack. The Warrior Pack, Modern Warfare 3, it is here. Make sure to support Call of Duty Endowment. You support, as you just heard, every penny goes to the vets and getting them employment after they have served and protected us. Dan Goldenberg, thank you so much for your time, my friend. Good stuff. Thanks, Rick. Great to talk to you as always. All right, and uh, I'm telling you, that's a win-win. You buy that cool stuff, you support the troops, and uh, you can't go wrong with that. I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Byline.
Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk with congratulations to John Arndt as the 2023 recipient of the Douglas Boswell Perpetual Trophy Yachtsman of the Year Award presented by the Pacific Interclub Yachting Association. John, tell us how you got your start in sailing. You know, I was one of those lucky guys that had parents who sailed, and mm-hmm. I grew up on the East Coast, and we would sail little boats in the summer in Maine, and I kind of could never leave it behind. So I got started from a, as a kid and just have never stopped. It's amazing for me to discover how many people learned later in life. You know, to me, I was born into it, and uh, but so many people actually grab onto it later, and it, it's kind of a different experience that way, but it's certainly uh, not the one I had. I was got it right from the birth. <laughs> Your magazine, Latitude 38, started the summer sales tips, which began with just a few boaters, but now has over 5,000 that participate around the world. Please tell us about the summer sales tips and what inspired you to start that. Well, I think, you know, one thing I'd like to say, too, since we're on sports talk radio, is that a lot of sailing is not a sport. A lot of sailing is a lifestyle, pastime, recreational activity. And unlike baseball or tennis or other things you probably talk about here, sailing is something you don't necessarily play inside the lines or play for goals Mm -hmm. and point. And like skiing, I mean, there's a few ski racers, but there's a lot of people who just ski. And sailing is the same. There are definitely very competitive Olympic sailors and round-the-world racers, but most of sailing is an afternoon pastime or a cruise up the California Delta and it's a very leisurely recreational activity or an adventure you know you're exploring the world with sailing and summer sales this is really meant as a way for the sailing world to put the rest of sailing on display I, I think a lot of the world discovers sailing because they hear some terrible tragedy which is always a nightmare or they see a billionaire like Larry Ellison with sail GP and they think sailing's not for them. But mm-hmm. um, we like to bring attention to Lake Merritt in Oakland sure. or Shoreline in, in Mountain View and all these places that people sail on small boats. And Summer Sailstis is meant to be a holiday that everybody can participate in, generate awareness and participation and activity in sailing. You know, most people think, obviously, they see big boats. But what they don't realize is on that big boat, there's one owner and usually 10 crew. And the 10 crew are sailing for free. There's only the owners paying for the boat. And uh, so actually, the vast majority of sailors sail for free. And and there's also, of course, small boats um, that are, you know, as inexpensive as bicycles in many ways, or you can rent boats and, and things like that. You know, you don't have to own a swimming pool to go swimming. You don't have to own a sailboat to go sailing. Hmm. Can you think of one story that you would like to tell us about? I mean, I, I mean, actually, I, I don't know if I can land an individual uh, person, although what I what we do see is so many of these community sailing cen- centers, you know, Hampton, Virginia, um, you know, Florida, Alaska, Montana. I mean, these small clubs, which are the ones that's really always been inspired is the geography that shows up. These little clubs in northern Montana or in North Dakota. Thank you, John Arndt of Latitude 38. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. You hear the music, you see the clock, 940 and the calendar. It's a Tuesday. That means we check in with our friends at salesporttalk.com. And to help me host this segment, once again, Karen Lyle. How are you, Karen? I am doing fantastic. Did you know that sailing is not just about boats that don't have motors but also power boats so also they call hey i'm sailing this place or i'm going that way call it boating so today i wanted to talk about boating that's why we've got our guests all right let's bring in our guests we're happy to have him it's bill Curvin, the senior staff commodore 
at the Tahoe Yacht Club. And uh, Bill, I uh, you know I'm a Tahoe guy. Um, had a cabin up there my whole life, a family cabin, a North Shore guy, Kings Beach to be precise. Um, it, we always say the most beautiful lake in the world, but it sure as hell is, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. We're all really fortunate. Uh, we spend about half the year up there, so uh, we just feel really lucky. So, Bill, you are now no longer a staff commodore. For those who are new to the the flags and how things work in the yacht club, tell us tell us um, what staff commodores, junior staff, senior staff commodore means in your club. Well, yeah, we uh, all the most clubs are run by a board. And newcomers to the board come on as a member, as directors at large. And that's kind of a training position so that people get a feel for what the activities are and also the more senior people get a feel for what the capabilities of the, the new members are. And those who are inclined and, and seem to have the right skill set will then go up the flag chairs. And that, in, in a club our size, that's the... Uh, the uh, uh, Port, port captain, then the rear commodore, then the vice commodore, and then the commodore. And once you have been commodore, the next year you're still on the board and you're junior staff commodore. The following year you are senior staff commodore. And after that you go off the board and you're a, you're a staff commodore for life. <laughs> so there was no, you know, you're not on the board, you don't have any real. Uh, uh, commitments or tasks or obligations, but uh, you do reflect a senior, um, you know, senior understanding of the club and the activities of the club and all that. And you may be asked to do things, for example, being on the being uh, the lead person on the nominating committee for the next board or something, things like that. So I was senior staff commodore last year. But I haven't gotten my new cards because uh, we change our board in September because of the seasonality of, at Lake Tahoe. So uh, I'm 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 actually a a forever staff commodore now. <laughs> Very nice. How many times have you walked over from the marina there in Tahoe City to Jake's on the Lake? Oh, God, lots of times. You know, we've <laughs> we've had our place at in Tahoe City since 1980. So. You know, a lot of years we were, um, you know, weekend warriors coming up on Friday and going back on Sunday, and of course we're now retired, so we spent a lot of time up there. Bill, tell us about your boat, because you're a power boater, and you have a boat that's very typical up there on the lake. Um, Your boat and the kind of the conditions that you get there on the lake. Sure. Um, Yeah, Lake Tahoe is kind of an interesting place. And your your mind's eye view of it is this beautiful, pristine, very smooth, uh, you know, uh, alpine lake with uh, bright sun and clouds and all that. But the typical winds come from the south or the southwest. And when the winds kick up at the north end of the lake, it can get really, really rough. I mean, it can go from a, a mirror surface day to three-foot waves in an hour and a half. And um, so if you're in a, like a Mastercraft ski boat and it kicks up like that, you don't have the boat to really be comfortable in those conditions. Um, so many of the boats are uh, uh, cobalts, which is what we have, and they're nice deep V holes, uh, very, you know, can handle that kind of weather. And even then, though, it can get 
I mean, you got to pay attention to what you're doing because it gets really, really rough. And uh, uh, and they have a lot of uh, you know, every year people that die up there because they fall overboard in the cold water, and you know the water temperatures are about you know early in the year 60 or less, and never gets above 70. And so you don't you know that it that can be a real problem. So yeah, it takes some seamanship, if you will. How do you guys have your relationship with the law enforcement and, and Coast Guard as well? Because, uh, you know, just the regular people in the speedboats or the sea dews getting a little maybe inebriated or out of hand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I suspect that is a problem. I guess I don't have any real insight to it other than that there is a Coast Guard station at the north end of the lake. In fact, our, our condo is right ne- the next property over. And then the sheriffs, see, the, the lake is split between Nevada and California, right, sort of right down the middle of the lake. Mm-hmm. So the sheriff's departments for both states um, also patrol the lake. So there's a, you know, a fair amount of presence, but, uh, uh, and then, you know, something happens near you, you go over and try to help. Uh, you know, it's just, that's what, that's what boaters do. Because you, people can, particularly the, occasional user who rents a boat and goes out and doesn't really, you know, know what they're doing, if you will, and you can get in, in big trouble pretty quickly. Well, and your foundation sponsors the Concourse de Elegance for the Wooden Boats. Um, tell us a little bit about that event. Okay, yeah, that that, that is, the, the Yacht Club actually started in 1925. In fact, our, so two, a year from now, no, two years from now, is our centennial year, so we're already planning a, a big to-do for that whole summer. Uh, and originally it was all powerboats, and this was kind of the golden age of Lake Tahoe, and people with really, really you know, deep pockets did uh, high-performance boat races on the lake. And uh, and somewhere along, and maybe uh, 10 years out, I don't remember the date exactly, they changed the name to a more generic name, the Tahoe Yacht Club, but it started off as a Tahoe Power, Powerboat Club. So powerboating goes way, way back in, in the traditions of the lake. And the high-speed uh, racing did not stop until you know, sort of the mid-60s, I believe. About the time we started going up, there were young folks, <laughs> and uh, young adults, I guess I'll say, um, and when the issue of noise and pollution and whatnot became a big issue, and so they pretty much stopped doing that. But uh, but power boating goes way back. What do you think about? Have you seen with climate change? And I remember for a while, you know, they had the Keep Tahoe Blue, and there were a lot of different legislation yeah. on it. What have you seen with some of the uh, physical changes to the lake in your eyes? Well, um, I, I guess. The, the changes you notice visually have to do with how much rain you got the previous winter. The snow melt fills the lake, and and right now, last year, last year was a, was a, a you know a monster year, so the lake was really really full. But the two years before that, it was got quite low, and if it gets below the natural rim, the only water going out of the lake is into the Truckee River, which goes through Truckee and then down to Reno. Um, and if the lake drops below the natural rim, the Truckee, the upper Truckee goes dry. I mean, it's just, you know, uh, uh, a rock bed. 
uh, with some of the local rules in it. And that's happened two years in a row the last, you know, not, not counting this year, but the year before and the one before that. So you see that, but that's a, you know, that's a, uh, a year-to-year variation. Um, the big thing people watch is Lake Clarity. And it had, and they they do that by using a big white disc, and they lower that until they can't see it anymore, and then record how deep he went. And the Lake Clarity had been declining for years, and there's been a lot of effort around the lake uh, to uh, control storm runoff, storm runoff. And uh, then with the big winter we had last year, it, it got fairly significantly better, but. You know, we're going to have to continue to work on that problem because there's a lot more houses there. You got a lot more car traffic uh, runoff from the from the road, et cetera, and all that hurts the uh, the Lake Clarity, which is what people really watch. During the pandemic, you expand your club uh, when it was closed expanded out into some different sports that are not at all related to um, sailing or power boating. Now, tell us about. What's continued since then and, and what you sure. did? Yeah. Um, well, the way our our club works is uh, as the new leadership comes in in September, you plan the next year. So it's September to September. And that was the my vice commodore year, in other words, the year before I became commodore. Uh, and you're very heavily involved in the playing. And we laid out a whole... Uh, a whole year's program with the kind of typical stuff we did. We did, we had a, a summer golf group, we had a a winter skiing group, and then we had a lot of on the water stuff, sailing and 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 power boating both, and a lot of social life, and that was kind of our program. Well, of course, then along comes March of uh, 2020, and everything shuts down, so we couldn't do any of the social stuff, so we totally replanned the summer. And we're in a recreational paradise, and but we weren't taking advantage of that. So we started a cycling group. Uh, my wife and I are actually the ones that lead that because we like we've done a lot of biking. Uh, we started a hiking group. Found a couple that knows every trail and must know every trail in, in the Tao Basin. Um, revitalized the golf group. Uh, started a bocce or revitalized a bocce ball group. Started a kayaking group. Uh, all of this outdoor stuff that we could do because it's outdoor, you know, and and uh, that was very successful. And uh, we were really concerned about what might happen the end of that first year when people couldn't do any of the social stuff. And membership stuck with us, and uh, and now those activities are an important part of our annual program. And we have very active outdoor, you know, active life kind of stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, for the, the biking, for example, every other week we ride about 20, 25 miles. The hiking group, they do seven and eight and nine mile hikes at various places around the basin. Um, the golf groups now, we turn out uh, three to four foursomes, uh, again, every other week. All these programs typically are every other week, so you're not just totally burdened every week trying to plan another one. So it's been very successful, and I think uh, this comment that I think I made with, to you the other night at the, at the, uh, the meeting is that I think uh, the club was is better off because of COVID, because it, it forced us to do these kinds of things, and uh, now it's really part of our program. 
All right. Well, we're out of time. We want to thank Bill Curvin, Senior Staff Commodore in perpetuity, like a Supreme Court Justice <laughs> at the Tahoe Yacht Club. Bill, thanks for your time. Sure. Um, thank thanks you. so much, Bill. Bye now. All right. And uh, Karen, as always, good hearing from you. We'll see you next week. Well, now you're now I know that you're a Tahoe guy. <laughs> I am a lifelong Tahoe guy, no doubt about it. All right. Thanks, Karen. Next Tuesday. All right. We'll see you then. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. 
That's 800-943-2153. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right, thank you for that. And um, I'm a huge uh, Tottenham Hotspur fan, if you didn't know. And yesterday they played uh, Chelsea on Monday Night Football, as they call it in England. In the Premier League, and uh, Tottenham had their first loss of the year. They lost 4-1, to one, but they played with nine men most of the game. And it was uh, 1-1. <clears throat> And then with nine men, they Vicario, the goalkeeper, made about 50 saves. It could have been a, a whole lot worse than 4-1. But VAR stopped the game nine times for 21 minutes. You had 12 minutes added on for VAR at the end of the first half. You had nine more minutes added on. These weren't for injuries. This was just for VAR. Uh, we call it instant replay in America. And it was just these infinitesimal, did his fingernail get past the fold in his sleeve? Was he onside? Was he offside? There was one VAR check for three things at once. Was he offside? Was this a penalty? Was this a handball? Three different checks. And for the people who say, well, if we get it right, then it's worth it. And, yeah, you could say they got it right, but at what price? I mean, it's like the NFL now. Whenever I see anything in the NFL, I have to wait to see if there's flags. Whenever I see my team score a touchdown, I don't even get excited because I just assume there's going to be a flag. And so for the people who say, I will wait to get it right. All right, well, you waited 21 minutes to get it right. And it's... uh, (laughs) I mean, you want to play 111 minutes of soccer, then uh, good for you. But, uh, yeah, it's excruciating, especially when you lose. We have two more hours. Omar Vizquel coming up after a quick news break. Come on back. USA News, I'm Corey Myers. Today, voters in crucial regions across the country participating in elections. Kentucky's incumbent Democratic Governor Andy Bashir vying for a second term, competing against Republican candidate Daniel Cameron, who has received an endorsement from Donald Trump. In Mississippi, Republican Governor Tate Reeves running for re-election and facing a challenge from Democratic candidate Brandon Presley. 
Texas Senator Ted Cruz calling out election interference in support of presidential candidate Donald Trump. Lance Pry has more. Presidential candidate Donald Trump gave testimony in his civil trial in Manhattan yesterday alleging election interference. Texas Senator for 10 years, Republican Ted Cruz weighed in on Fox News last night. The unfairness of this proceeding is exactly right. Letitia James is a hardcore partisan. She campaigned saying, I'm going to get Donald Trump. I'm going to go after Donald Trump. This judge, by all appearances, is a hardcore partisan who hates Donald Trump. And and we can anticipate he's going to rule against Trump. He doesn't like Trump. He wants to punish Trump. Humanitarian aid flowing into Gaza, but U.S. officials say it's not enough. State Department Deputy Spokesman Vendant Patel told reporters today the U.S. is aggressively pushing to get more aid into the Gaza Strip as the war between Israel and Hamas continues. He said more than 400 trucks carrying supplies have crossed into Gaza from Egypt, but much more is needed. Senate Republicans, led by Lindsey Graham, Tom Cotton, and James Lankford, are pushing for immigration reforms as part of any foreign aid package for Ukraine. Senate Democrats so far have resisted changes to immigration and asylum policy. This is USA News. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest home-style burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout to get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each pure ground burger so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code TREAT at checkout and get $20 off the burger perfection flight and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. Taylor Swift experiencing the most significant album debut of her career. The singer's re-recorded edition of her 2014 album, 1989, Taylor's version, has claimed the top spot on the Billboard 200 Albums chart with over 1.3 million in sales in its first week. The achievement surpasses Swift's previous record as the original version of the album debuted with over 1.2 million in sales. A hungry bear being blamed for ruining a Florida family's dinner. Longwood residents Lady Gutierrez and Daniel Beulah ordered dinner through Uber Eats from Taco Bell last week. The family's doorbell camera shows the driver dropping off the food on the front doorstep before a black bear wanders onto the porch and takes it. The couple's niece said the bear even took the two liter of soda. Uber Eats issued the family a refund. A family welcomed a bouncing baby boy last month, born nearly twice the size of the average baby. Sonny Ayers, the fifth child of Chance and Brittany Ayers, was born via C-section on October 23rd, weighing 14 pounds, 8 ounces. The average weight for a full-term baby between 7 pounds, 2 ounces and 7 pounds, 6 ounces. Her doctor said she just makes big babies. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. 
This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, thanks for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. We will, believe it or not, have an open segment to talk sports, the only one of the show. If everyone shows up at 1025 Pacific, we're going to start off with Omar Vizquel. We'll talk about the Gold Glove winners and then the co-creators of Union Time to Laugh. Yes, I know that sounds weird to say, but that's what it's called. Union Time to Laugh. Russell Webster and Bob Summer. The third hour, J.D. Sharp is scheduled to appear and then Saffron Cassidy. She is an actress and filmmaker. She has a new documentary called Designer S. I have to tell her not to say it on the air. And uh, author Tom Clavin, The Last Outlaws. The desperate final days of the Dalton gang. That will be there as well. Uh, yesterday, I got a uh, free preview at the Kabuki for a movie called Last Goal Wins. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I already forgot. It is. Okay. Um, about the American Samoa. I always said Samoa. They say Samoa. America Samoa soccer team that lost 31 to nothing to Australia. And, and Thomas Rongren was brought over to help it, played by Michael Fassbender. By the way, Rongren's going to be on the show tomorrow. Um, and, uh, it was good. I mean, it was, it was cheesy and everything, but it was, um, it was very good. Next goal wins. Sorry. Next goal wins. I knew that sounded weird. Um, but on that type of note, um, in the men's cricket world cup, now this is at the world cup, Australia did it again, this time to Afghanistan. Yes. The Afghans made the cricket world cup. 
They just beat them 121 to 2. Once again, 121 to 2, Australia over Afghanistan. And uh, they probably like being there in the Australasia archipelago, (laughs) if you want, when they uh, play teams like that. But, um, yeah, that wasn't a joke. That was actually at the World Cup. All right, I'm Rick Tuttle. We'll take a quick break. Omar Vizquel, come on back. With your choice of select sandwich, nugs, fries, and a drink, Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag is your go-to. Your nugget wingman. Your hot and crispy fry co-pilot. Just like us. We're like the bag boys. What? Bag boys, bag boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we bring your food? (sighs) For a deal you can count on, bet on Biggie and choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Bag boys, bag boys. U.S. price participation may vary. Includes choice of TVC or crispy chicken sandwich with four-piece nugs, junior fry, and small soft drink. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. This Thanksgiving at Total Wine and More, find bourbons and cabernets that you adore. Our helpful guides are so friendly and nice. So many bottles to try at the lowest price. So gather with friends as you sit down to eat. Grateful for all who made Thanksgiving complete. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. 
Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. And uh, it's always great to talk baseball with one of the greatest shortstops of all time, Omar Vizquel. And we're going to get to the gold glove winners uh, as well. Uh, Omar, I know you had a brief stop for a season or a half a season, whatever it was, with with the Rangers. When you see them win, does it does it bring you any joy, or did that do you have any still like connection to that franchise? Well, uh, hello, Rick. how you doing? Um, no, I, I don't have any connection with the Rangers right now. Uh, even though I have some uh, friends that played there for a while. And uh, I helped Elvis Andrews, the shortstop for the Rangers, for a long time. And I was a good friend of John Daniels. And, you know, some other players that came through the organization, like uh, Andrew Jones and uh, Michael Young, who now work in the front office. But uh, I don't have any ties with the Rangers. But I'm very, very glad that they finally got their championship. I know uh, they worked pretty hard to get the championship team to Texas and Obviously, it has been a, a hard way for them to get there, but finally they accomplished something that every baseball team and every franchise uh, try to do when you get to spring training. And um, it is it, really a hard work, and I know Bruce Bochy uh, was amazing during the whole year about the things that he did and all the adjustments they have to make in order for them to make it to the playoff and to the World Series. And, you know, a team that was leading the league almost the whole year, and, and at the end it looked like they were going to vanish, and they hold on to it. And, uh, you know, I don't think many people give him a chance to win the whole thing, but they did it. And congratulations to the Rangers. When you look at some of the uh, gold glove winners, Andres Jimenez for Cleveland, it's his second straight gold glove. And a, a guy from Venezuela, I'm sure you root for him, right? Yes, um, you know, I saw Andres uh, uh, taking ground ball someday, and I said, wow, this guy uh, has some, some really good tools. I hope that he can continue for his great uh, job that he's doing. I saw him playing shortstop, and then all of a sudden I see him playing second. And um, last year he got his third goal glove in second base, and it's not that easy when you move positions like that, and all of a sudden you find yourself winning a goal glove. Um, he, he's an amazing guy, got some great, great abilities to uh, turn double plays, to go right and left, and I think that's why they awarded him his second gold glove this year. Um, some of the plays he made, just unbelievable. You know, the uh, b- b- been many uh, changes, uh, obviously, in manager, and the Guardians have brought in Stephen Vogt, who was one of these guys you just kind of knew he would be a manager, but he has one year under his belt as a just a, a bullpen coach, with the Mariners. So I'm sure I'm, there are a lot of people who have toiled as a manager in the minor leagues for 10, 15 years who feel like they got looked over. But on the other hand, if you think the guy is right, he should be hired. So what, what is your theory on that? Well, there is so many smart guys that are now uh, involved with the game. Uh, with all these sabermetric stuff, uh, there, there has been formulas and there has been different theories on mentalities of, of how to hire a manager nowadays. It's not the only thing that you did was playing baseball and you have some experience. You also have to 
<clears throat> have to dominate uh, a lot of different aspects of the game, these mathematical things. And it looked like you, you, uh, you, you almost feel like a math- mathematical teacher, you know, to go into an interview nowadays and uh, they give you all these numbers and you have to figure out the way on how to make changes and everything. So when you read books on cyber metrics and, and the new way that it's, the people is thinking about the game is a completely different um, mentality. And I think, uh, you know, that's why some of the guys that have been playing the game for a long time um, have a hard time uh, getting jobs because uh, all these new guys, generations of, of uh, coaches that have been studying the game on a different side have the, the advantage over the other people. And, you know, it, it has been great, the combination of having great guys with experience with all this new um, mentality guy has been amazing. And I think that's why they're making their, their choices. In the National League, we also saw young Gabriel Moreno of the Diamondbacks win as a catcher. And I mentioned uh, Jimenez. They're from the same town of Venezuela, Barquisimeto. How cool is that to have uh, another Venezuelan with a gold glove? Yeah, it's it's so surprising to see a young guy, only 23 years old, uh, getting a gold glove with the kind of challenge that he had because uh, getting a pitching staff like the, the Arizona Diamondback that is young and there is a, a really good mixture there with with the manager, with Tori Lavolo and everybody. You know, just guiding a pitching staff to a World Series at the young age of 23, I don't know how well he speaks English, but obviously he has to be a pretty smart guy in order for them to give him that responsibility and and take charge and just take all the pitching stuff to the to the World Series. Uh, we know that he can hit. We know that he got a great arm. But the catcher is one of the smartest people on the field. And I am so excited to see him getting a gold glove. Also, yesterday they, they uh, named uh, Carlos Mendoza manager for the New York Mets, another Venezuelan guy from Barquisimeto, from the same town that, uh, that that Moreno is from. And we are so happy that now the Venezuela are, you know, all over the map. Uh, we have another manager now. He's the fourth manager from Venezuela that have the opportunity, and we wish him very luck. Very cool. I also saw in the National League that third base gold glove went to the Pirates Brian Hayes, and that snapped 10 years in a row by Nolan Arenado. You had the same thing. You had nine years in a row, and then you ended up winning it again two more times. When you don't, when you have a, a streak going like that, is it kind of shocking when you don't win it, or do you kind of think, yeah, I didn't really have a good year, or do you think sometimes the voters are like, eh, let's pick somebody new? No, um, I think uh, the voters, which are the coaches and managers of the league, I think they saw something great on this guy. I mean, you see so many great talent now in every position that it's going to be pretty hard on how to choose who's going to earn the gold glove. And, and then once again, we go back to the numbers. I don't know the numbers that Hayes have in third base, but obviously Arenado have a great uh, talent uh, um uh, Manny Manny Machado is a great third baseman. Uh, uh, the guy from the Phillies is a great third baseman. So there is so many great I- infielders right now that it's going to be di- very hard to choose. And these coaches and managers get like papers at the end of the year and and stats on how the 
every infielder is is rated and is evaluated. So I'm pretty sure those numbers have a lot to do with the decision that they made. And then finally, and you have a lot of them, maybe the coolest trophy in sports, the Gold Glove. Well, the Gold Glove is is uh, you know another of those uh, awards that that are amazing for your for your career. Um, you take pride on that. I mean, I remember taking round balls with a lot of guys, and it's great to see people shining over the others. And uh, it's kind of like a recognition from the great job that you did during the year. I feel pretty proud every time I get one of those. And in my case, it's different because I got nine in the American League, and then I moved to the National League with the Giants, and I also got two gold gloves there, which is something pretty, you know, different and hard to do, getting gold gloves in both leagues. But I was fortunate uh, that I worked pretty hard, uh, and I was, uh, you know, at the top level of my games. And pretty exciting every time that you get to mention that. And, you know, when you don't get it, it's kind of you start questioning yourself about what did I do wrong, where do I have to work harder, you know, stuff like that. But knowing that, that you have been getting a lot and, and your career is going down now is a diffi- diffi- difficult part. There he is, Omar Vizquel, uh, the all-star, the gold glove winner many times over. Omar, always great talking baseball with you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, too. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We have an open segment. So come on in. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tax 
tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539. That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Ah, oh, what is that all about? one 800 play So we went over the gold glove winners with the great Omar Vizquel. How about Venezuela, huh? The only country in South America that cares more about baseball than soccer. And you can tell, too, because their soccer team is eh, but their baseball team is yeah. How's the soccer team, Rick? Eh, it's kind of eh. But the baseball team is, yeah. We have our, as they do now, just announced today, the three finalists for the postseason awards in each league. And I um, just want to go over them real quick with you. The American League MVP, two Rangers, Seeger and Simeon. Uh, Simeon was also a finalist for a gold glove. Kid out of my hometown. Kind of a dud of an interview, but... That's not what he's been paid to do. Uh, Shoei Otani is going to win that. And, you know, an interesting question about Otani is that some people feel that, you know, next year without him pitching that, do you really want to break the bank? Uh, And the question is yes, because if he's healthy, he's going to be doing this for a long time. Remember they said they, being people who do baseball stats, that he was a combination of Garrett Cole and Freddie Freeman. He had the same, basically, stats as Freddie Fall, Freddie Fall, Freddie Freeman, former title guest, and Garrett Cole. So you're getting both those guys. And I know 
that some people around here think the Giants, with the Tommy John, maybe that makes it easier for them to get him. I don't know. Uh, Otani will win. NL MVP Ronald Acuna, Mookie Betts, and Freddie Freeman, aforementioned. A couple of Dodgers there, and neither one will win. That'll go to Acuna. The American League Cy Young, I just mentioned Garrett Cole and Kevin Gosman and Sonny Gray. I'm happy for Sonny Gray. I remember I said that he was from Smyrna, Tennessee. He says it's Smyrna. Smyrna. One time I was interviewing him at a fan fest and he, um, he slapped me on my knee and he goes, I'm just kidding. And I'm like, that's okay. You don't have to slap my knee, but I got it. Um, and then I mentioned too that he was the uh, quarterback of his high school football team and his dad was driving his truck home from work, I think, and he died in a car crash. Terrible. And Sonny Gray played that night in the championship game. You talk about, uh, I mean, we remember Brett Favre doing that at the Coliseum. Matt Castle also did that at the Coliseum for the Patriots. When Matt Castle was at USC, by the way, the quarterbacks that were in front of him, there's a picture of him with Matt Leinart, Carson Palmer, and Mark Sanchez. He was fourth string. All four played in the NFL. Ronald Acuna wins. Uh, oh, yeah, we did that one. A.L. Cy Young is going to go to Garrett Cole because he plays for the Chankies. National League Cy Young. This is between Zach Gallen, Blake Snell, and Logan Webb, the kid out of Rockland, California, which is just a little bit north of Sacramento. Uh, Logan Webb, that's great for him, uh, but I believe that Blake Snell will probably win the National League sigh. The Rookies of the Year in the American League, Tanner Bibby with the Guardians, Tristan Casas with the Red Sox, and Gunnar Henderson with the Orioles. I would believe Henderson would probably win. In the National League Rookie of the Year, Corbin Carroll, James Outman. James Outman, a Bay Area kid of the Dodgers, and Kodai Sengai of the Mets, who's a grown man, but it's his first year. Uh, well, they're all grown men. I just mean that he's a veteran of the Japanese League. Remember, I talked about the Hashin Tigers getting rid of the curse of the colonel. <laughs> Don't throw the statue of Colonel Sanders in the canal. It'll get you. Uh, Corbin Carroll's going to win that, and Corbin Carroll almost led his team to a world championship a couple days ago. Uh, American League Manager of the Year, Bruce Bochy, Kevin Cash, Brandon Hyde. Any other year, it would have been Brandon Hyde, but how do you not give it to Bruce Bochy? Right? Am I right? I mean, you kind of have to give it to him. And then the National League Manager of the Year, Craig Council, Skip Shoemaker, and Brian Snitker. Skip Shoemaker was with the uh, the Marlins. And, man, I guess you have to give it to Snitker because the Braves were the best team in baseball. But that's also another one where you kind of go, eh, really? Uh, the Orioles' Mike Elias has already been named Major League Baseball Executive of the Year. And um, this is a team that lost uh, 110 games as recently as 2021. Now, we also know that the Rangers and Diamondbacks also both suffered 100 lost seasons and both got to the World Series uh, as well. 
But MLZ, MLB's Executive of the Year tends to be awarded to these general managers that kind of overcome small budgets or maybe low expectations, right? Only twice in six years has the honor been given to a large market GM, and one of those was Farhan Zaidi two years ago, and that kind of met the unexpected qualifier because they had the best record in the history of uh, the San Francisco Giants. But the shockwaves still continue, obviously, with the Craig Council hiring. Uh, David Ross was very well liked. You think about how the Cubs, what they were able to do last season, they love him there. But as I said, not unprecedented, getting rid of Renteria to get Madden at one point. But now that Council will make $8 million a year, he's the highest paid manager in the history of baseball. If you want to look around other leagues, as I will, the highest paid coach of any sport in America annually is Bill Belichick, who makes $20 million a year. $20 million a year, yes. In the NBA, the highest paid coach, Monty Williams of the Pistons, 13.1. College football, no surprise, it's Saban at Alabama, $11.4 million, so basically a million dollars a game. Uh, and then Calipari at Kentucky, not a surprise either, $8.5 million. I was a little bit surprised at who the highest-paid head coach in hockey is, the NHL. It's our old buddy, Coach Mack, Todd McClellan of the Los Angeles Kings. But if you think about uh, the highest-paid manager last year was Terry Francona at $4.5 million. Council now gets eight. The most a manager has ever made in history was Joe Torre was getting $7.5 million back in the day, uh, if you can believe it, <clears throat> uh, when he was uh, with that uh, Yankees uh, dynasty. If you, I also heard the day people still arguing about what a dynasty was and that you have to win three in a row to become a dynasty because I have always said the Giants have had a mini dynasty when you win three in five years. And I do think, if I'm not mistaken, the two years in between where they didn't win the World Series, they didn't even make the playoffs. I think one was where Buster got his leg broken, and the other one they just stunk. Um, and they were the wild card every time, too, I believe, when they won the World Series. Uh, do I call that a dynasty? Well, the the term dynasty in sports is supposed to be you, every other team, don't even think about it because the trophy is ours. Just it, We're going to dominate so much that it's just ours. So if you think of it that way, then the Giants aren't a dynasty. And if you win it two years in a row, that's not enough to say. So three years in a row, I don't know. It's, it's, it doesn't really matter. You can call. It's sort of like the other day when I heard people arguing about what woke means. <laughs> you can't, who, who knows what it's going to be. But... Um, uh, <laughs> You can have it uh, any any which way that uh, uh, that you want, but yes, a, a, it used to be I would think a dynasty, like the A's three times in a row and the Yankees three times in a row, and that would probably be a, a dynasty. So I'll I'll give the minis, mini mini dynasty uh, to them, but yeah, forty million dollars for Craig Council and the Brewers are probably thinking, why did we let this guy go if they want him so bad? 
but you know, looking over the other side of the dugout, right there in the same division, the Chicago Cubs were like, "Boy, if we could just get rid of Ross." Remember, he still had another year left, and the Ricketts family that owns the Cubs, they really like him. So they're going to have to pay him for a full season. There's rumors now he might be the Padres' new manager. So we'll see about that. A lot of movement right now. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Byline. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? Coca-Cola is making everyday game day at Burger King. For a limited time, get a $30 Coke Zero Sugar Bundle on the Burger King app. The Coke Zero Sugar Bundle lets you enjoy two Whopper sandwiches, two original chicken sandwiches, 16-piece chicken nuggets, two small fries, and two small fountain drinks. Whether you're tailgating or big screening, have it your way with a bundle big enough to feed the whole family. The Coke Zero Sugar Bundle is your ticket to memorable game day fun. It's a winning play. So go to your local Burger King restaurant and satisfy your hunger for the big game. The $30 Coke Zero Sugar Bundle is available now through November 30th at participating Burger King restaurants. And while you're in the BK app, test your skills and play Sip, Throw, and Score to get cool Burger King perks every day. See offer terms at bk.com forward slash terms. Sponsored by Coca-Cola. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. That's 800 617 5145. Wait! 
She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. Thank you for that. We're waiting on our guests. And when we get them, we'll uh, throw them on the air. Just one more thing about counsel. You know, a uh, Wisconsin native, been there for nine years and had one of the craziest batting stances you've ever seen. Bruder's owner, Mark Antanasio, spoke with the uh, reporter's and he said, Craig was definitely a key part of our success, but if I wanted to list all the reasons we're successful, we'd be uh, here for another half hour. I'm not going to speak for Craig. He spoke plenty over the past several weeks as to what he was trying to do. We'll see if it was successful or if this was a one-off. A one-off. Atanasio confirmed that the Brewers offered Consul a contract that would have made him the highest paid manager in the game. And his contract expired at the uh, end of October and he became a true free agent, which he wanted to do. And then he leveraged the open market to see if he could get a better deal. And you would think that Atanasio, who worked in finance, would understand free market forces or is the idea that something is worth what someone is willing to pay for only valid when it benefits you, right? And what I mean is just his bitterness because he can't claim that council's departure is a surprise. The Brewers themselves uh, gave both the Mets and the Guardians permission to speak with council before his contract expired. And Atanasio himself said he had heard months ago that he was probably going to leave. Nevertheless, I think some eyebrows were raised because Atanasio, at the end of his opening statement, said about council, quote, We're all here today because we've lost Craig, but I've also reflected on this. Craig has lost us, and he's lost our community also. Jeez. Do you get to speak for the entire community? Because I don't really think you do. There are some people who uh, (laughs) were making a story in the mill, uh, out of this Milwaukee Journal Sentinel story about Craig Council Park. It's in Whitefish Bay, which is his hometown, and somebody spray painted the word ass on it. Yeah. Um, our guests will not be on today, so um, maybe another day. So we will, uh, we have some open lines if you would like to chime in. Chime in with your bad self. Uh, That gives me um, a couple things I wanted to talk about, too. Um, My Sharkies tonight, and I thought about going down to the tank. I don't know. It'll probably be a game-time decision if I want to drive all the way the hell down there. 
Uh, I do get in free, so it's not like, you know, I'm really going out on a limb here. They'll be on tomorrow. Fantastic. Okay. Um, if the Sharks lose to Philly tonight, they will become the first team in the history of the NHL to start the season with 12 straight losses. The Sharks are 0-10-1, and that 11-game win the start matches the streaks by the the 1943 Rangers, that was in WW2. And then the Coyotes in 2017 and 2021, they did the same thing. They also lost. But the Sharks have had back-to-back losses where they gave up 10 goals. They lost 10-1 to to the Canucks on Thursday, and they lost 10-2 to to the Penguins on Saturday. That's the first time since 1965 the year I was born, year old, that a team has allowed 10 goals in back-to-back games. That just has never happened since then. But here's something that's even more stark. The Sharks' minus 42 goal differential is the worst ever through 11 games. For reference, the next worst plus-minus this season is Edmonton, they're at minus 14. <laughs> the Sharks have uh, nearly 30 more. So 28 more goals that they have uh, let in. To put it in another way, Austin Matthews with the Maple Leafs. I always thought the plural was leaves. But with the Maple Leafs, he has 13 goals. That's more than the Sharks have as a team. The Sharks have 12 goals. Now, Mike Greer, the new GM, some people give him a pass because the Sharks were in some salary cap hell and they traded Eric Carlson, which I wouldn't have done. Even though he wanted to leave, you would have had to have overwhelmed me. What they got back was not overwhelming. Austin Matthews has more goals. Yes, anyway, Mike Greer says this can't go on much longer or there will be changes to both the roster and also coaching staff. Well, that was the other thing, too, with David Quinn, the head coach, which I thought was an uninspiring hire to begin with, that, you know, it's like firing Mark Kotze. But it would be like if the A's lost 15 games in a row and gave up 10 runs every game. I think they did do that a couple of times. But anyway, one 800 play Here's another thing I'm going to throw at you. I'll throw this at you, Dominic. Who is the number one ranked female tennis player in the world? <laughs> the worst part is I, I could try to give my guess, but it's going to come off wildly racist. But is it like Sviatek, the S-W-I-A-T-E-K or something like that? Yeah. Sviatek. Iga Sviatek. All right. Well, um, Dominic is the man because in the 70s and the 80s and 90s, I would have told you like that. I would not have known that she's going to end the year. Iga Sviatek. Wow. I, I got to give you props on that one. Uh, she's the number one uh, player uh, in the world. Um, skipping around a bit. This is real hodgepodge here, but uh, just some little notes I had. LSU, Colorado, 
the uh, women's basketball champs, LSU, they lost to Colorado. And Colorado was a Sweet 16 team last year, so it's not uh, crazy. But it's the first time that a defending champ has lost its opener, I believe. And here's the thing. The Tigers are absolutely loaded because they're defending champs. Then they added two transfers who were both All-Americans, Haley Van Lith and Anissa Morrow. And then they have the number two freshman in the country in Michaela Williams. And they also have a roster that already had All-American Angel Reese and had last year's SEC Freshman of the Year, Flo J. Johnson. And they Veteran s- of your show, Flo J. Johnson, by the way. That did sound kind of familiar, huh? No idea. <laughs> Flo J. Johnson. Yes, I'll never forget that interview. <clears throat> it changed everything. Uh, 1-800-878-PLAY. This, this would be like kind of a, if I... If I did a show like this where I just jumped around every minute to a different subject, it'd be like a Dimitri Martin comedy show or something. Um, but with the Jets losing last night to the Chargers, 27-6, to one day after the Giants lost to the Raiders, 30-6, to over the last five seasons in the NFL, New York fans, look away, okay? Last five years, four teams... That's right. Just four teams only have scored eight or fewer touchdowns through their first eight games. The 2019 Jets, the 2020 Jets, the 2023 Jets, and the 2023 Giants. Those are the only ones. That's why I I say the Meadowlands is the toilet uh, of football. Uh, because it is <laughs> right now. What are you going to do? It happens. Um, and one more thing, <clears throat> my St. Mary's Gales, who for the first time in a while are preseason top 25, they had the WCC freshman of the year in Aiden Mahaney, who's a Campo kid. Campo is Campolindo high school, which is in Moraga. It's literally a couple of minutes down the road, uh, St. Mary's road. Um, you talk about staying home to go to college. Aiden Mahaney looking really good. The course, the Gales won the WCC over Gonzaga last year. St. Mary's uh, started off their season yesterday against Stanislaus State. Stanislaus State is a little California state school in the uh, Central Valley. The final, now remember, a West Coast Conference game is usually 50 to 48. That's usually that's usually how it goes. 50 to 48 sounds about right. Um, <laughs> and yet the the final score last night in Moraga, St. Mary's 107, Stanislaus State 28. And then you have to start thinking, man, who, who's actually playing for Stanislaus State? We used to think it was Stanislaus State, and so we used to call it Santa Claus State. And I, I do feel a little bit bad for him. You know, 
because, you know, it, but then again, I think about like, oh, I always think that, you know, we're a, uh, when I say we, a St. Mary's alum, I'm a former two-sport athlete there when Reagan was president. Um, I always think we're so small, but then you think about that. Stanislaus Slate, by the way, is, I said the Central Valley, it's in Turlock. And when I think of Turlock, I think of Colin Kaepernick and Tyler Soderstrom. Anybody else from Turlock you can think of? No? All right. So uh, I'll tell you what. Normally when uh, a guest doesn't show up, I've got like a nice meaty 12-minute segment. Eh, it bounced around a little bit. Why not? I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Pilot. of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died or did it. Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now, and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. 
the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. It says 100% guaranteed, you moron. Mister, if you don't shut up, I'm going to kick 100% of your... Rick Tittle's got a black belt in keeping it real. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Yesterday we were doing the uh, Super 16 poll. We were talking with... uh, Keith Byers asked him about Michigan, and he said, well, you know, when there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, one thing I wanted to get to, we didn't have time, was the fact that USC fired their defensive coordinator, Alex Grinch. Yes, he stole Christmas, of course. And Grinch was the Oklahoma defensive coordinator with Riley at uh, uh, there in Norman. He went to USC with Riley. And the USC defense has allowed 35 points a game on average. Cal scored 49, and then Washington scored 52. So giving up 101 points. First of all, how do you let Cal score 49 points against you? And even going back to last season, USC finished the year they played the Pac-12 title game, remember that, against Utah, and they lost by 47 points. And then they went to the Cotton Bowl against Tulane and, you know, the Tulane freeway. You would think USC would beat the green wave of Tulane quite easily. They lost by 46. And so, uh, you know, Grinch basically said, hey, you know, it's uh, I'm very disappointed in myself and... And, uh, look, it's, it's very easy to, to, to fire the coach, but you also got to get players, too. Unless the guy, and I haven't watched USC close enough to know how they're scheming, but, I mean, if you blitz on every play or you only rush two guys on every play, I mean, you can do a lot of stupid things on defense. You still need the horses, Right? You still got to have those guys, but it's very rare for a coordinator in college to get fired in the middle of the season like that. It's actually very, very rare. All right, we'll take a quick break. We still got another hour to go. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
USA News, I'm Corey Myers. Today, voters in crucial regions across the country participating in elections. Kentucky's incumbent Democratic Governor Andy Bashir vying for a second term, competing against Republican candidate Daniel Cameron, who has received an endorsement from Donald Trump. In Mississippi, Republican Governor Tate Reeves running for re-election and facing a challenge from Democratic candidate Brandon Presley. Texas Senator Ted Cruz calling out election interference in support of presidential candidate Donald Trump. Lance Pry has more. Presidential candidate Donald Trump gave testimony in his civil trial in Manhattan yesterday alleging election interference. Texas Senator for 10 years, Republican Ted Cruz weighed in on Fox News last night. The unfairness of this proceeding is exactly right. Letitia James is a hardcore partisan. She campaigned saying, I'm going to get Donald Trump. I'm going to go after Donald Trump. This judge, by all appearances, is a hardcore partisan who hates Donald Trump. And and we can anticipate he's going to rule against Trump. He doesn't like Trump. He wants to punish Trump. Humanitarian aid flowing into Gaza, but U.S. officials say it's not enough. State Department Deputy Spokesman Vendant Patel told reporters today the U.S. is aggressively pushing to get more aid into the Gaza Strip as the war between Israel and Hamas continues. He said more than 400 trucks carrying supplies have crossed into Gaza from Egypt, but much more is needed. Senate Republicans, led by Lindsey Graham, Tom Cotton, and James Lankford, are pushing for immigration reforms as part of any foreign aid package for Ukraine. Senate Democrats so far have resisted changes to immigration and asylum policy. This is USA News. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest home-style burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout to get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each pure ground burger so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code TREAT at checkout and get $20 off the burger perfection flight and discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. Taylor Swift experiencing the most significant album debut of her career. The singer's re-recorded edition of her 2014 album, 1989, Taylor's version, has claimed the top spot on the Billboard 200 Albums chart with over 1.3 million in sales in its first week. The achievement surpasses Swift's previous record as the original version of the album debuted with over 1.2 million in sales. A hungry bear being blamed for ruining a Florida family's dinner. Longwood residents Lady Gutierrez and Daniel Beulah ordered dinner through Uber Eats from Taco Bell last week. The family's doorbell camera shows the driver dropping off the food on the front doorstep before a black bear wanders onto the porch and takes it. The couple's niece said the bear even took the two liter of soda. Uber Eats issued the family a refund. 
A family welcomed a bouncing baby boy last month, born nearly twice the size of the average baby. Sonny Ayers, the fifth child of Chance and Brittany Ayers, was born via C-section on October 23rd, weighing 14 pounds, 8 ounces. The average weight for a full-term baby between 7 pounds, 2 ounces and 7 pounds, 6 ounces. Her doctor said she just makes big babies. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, thanks for that. And we have another hour together, and we got guests all the way through if they show up. J.D. Sharp, Saffron Cassidy, and Tom Clavin. The author, King of the Britons. You know, it's interesting when one of the 11 U.S. host cities for the 2026 World Cups was announced. Obviously, one of them was Los Angeles and Sophie Stadium. It's so Rick. But don't screw with a rich guy. Stan Kroenke, because the way it works is you get to host, and then FIFA gets all the money. And they don't even really help you help you anywhere. So Kroenke is saying, look, it's going to cost me about $100 million to get the stadium and everything ready for the World Cup. By the way, you know how much that stadium costs? $5.5 billion. And so... Uh, I remember when uh, Jérôme Valk, who was the general secretary of FIFA, said about 10 years ago, he said, less democracy is always better when you organize a World Cup. <laughs> and less democracy is really good in autocracies like Russia and Qatar, where we've had the last two World Cups. But Chicago didn't... E- and Chicago had the opening game of the 94 World Cup. I'll never forget, Germany beat uh, Ecuador. But that was also when O.J. Simpson was in the... 
Everybody wanted to watch that. Instead, he was going down the freeway in the Bronco with Al Cowlings. You know who I am, damn it. Uh, so all these fan fests and everything that are set up, everyone's falling all over each other. Uh, they're, they're now, there could be a stalemate between uh, Los Angeles and FIFA. And I could just see Kroenke saying, you know what? We don't want it. <laughs> that would really suck. I mean, would they move it over to the Coliseum? There's no way they're not doing L.A. But as I said, you can't screw with a rich guy, not when it comes to money, because he will make sure that every single dime is going to make sense in his mind and is accounted for uh, as well. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. Big shout-out to the troops listening both home and abroad on American Forces Radio Network. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. With your choice of select sandwich, nugs, fries, and a drink, Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag is your go-to. Your nugget wingman. Your hot and crispy fry co-pilot. Just like us. We're like the bag boys. What? Bag boys, bag boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we bring your food? <sighs> For a deal you can count on, bet on Biggie and choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Bag boys, bag boys. U.S. price participation may vary. Includes choice of TVC or crispy chicken sandwich with four-piece nugs, junior fry, and small soft drink. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. 
My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you. Hour three underway, and we usually like to start it with talking to one of our uh, friends at Pro Wagering and Pro Wagering dot com one eight hundred eight seven eight play if you'd like to ask a question to JD Sharp who uh, joins us right now JD as we get ready for the uh, second half of the uh, the NFL season do you sometimes have to kind of like uh, regroup take a look at how you've done so far and then maybe uh, adjust or is it kind of just a week by week thing where you're just always grinding. You know the the entire the entire season is connected. Uh, a lot of it has to do with performance on primetime games. A lot of it has to do with just you know standard analytics. You know the who, who gets injured, who doesn't, coaching changes, et cetera, et cetera, momentum. But this season's just really, really strange. So my record this season is thirty-one and thirty-five. I have lost probably twenty games by between one and three points or one possession in an over game, or like I had the Cowboys against the, the Eagles, and you saw what happened there. I've had games where I've had I've had big leads blown, and my Chargers last night, they, they held on, so that was good. But in this case, I don't think that, you know, it's, it'd be different if I was just kind of off, right? I don't think I'm off. I just haven't had the ball bounce the way that it bounced for me last year. That's just the reality. Um, I've lost, maybe I've chosen too many games, probably true, but I've lost a lot of games this year that I would have lost a lot that I that I would have won last year, and so in that case, I don't really regroup. I might cut down the amount of games I have and spend a little more time handicapping, I guess. But you know, when you make the right play and you lose, it's like poker. It's like anything else. Like long term, you're going to win, but sometimes, and now is one of those times. I'm I'm, I'm losing. I'm losing games I should be winning, and as as long as as long as I don't have a some type of issue with my handicapping process or with my you know with the algorithm in my head that I use to dictate what I'm what games I'm going to choose that I don't generally regroup and so despite my record being below 500 um, there is a lot of the season left and I, I'm not going to regroup I just may start I, I may choose less games Rick gotcha you mentioned that game last night the Jets had their winning streak stop but their their offense is the second worst in the NFL, but their defense is outstanding. They held Justin Herbert to a career low, 136 yards passing, no touchdown passes. And Garrett Wilson kind of called out the offense. He said, this this is all on us right now. So as they get ready to take on, I almost said Oakland, when they get ready to take on the, the Raiders, um, I know it's only Tuesday. We'll get into it a little bit more. But do, right. w- at what point do you start breaking these games down and and do you kind of wait till the last minute for injuries or do you try to get a jump on it well no the injuries is kind of weird because you know before they had a stat called probable mm-hmm. probable was okay like if you're probable the chance of you playing is probably 80 90 percent well that's gone now 
it's questionable, it's out, and that's it. And so whether you're probable or not, they're going to call you questionable. Mm-hmm. So I actually pay attention to the injury reports as, as the week goes on, and you have to. But I start, I, I look at the games, I mean, the, like the, the best time for a line, as far as like that knee-jerk reaction line, is the second it comes out. And that's kind of how it is for the NFL. So I've already, I looked at the games when they came out. Um, the game that kind of stood out to me was maybe the Niners against the Jags. I looked at that very briefly. Um, but I'm probably, I, no, the, 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 the line on that Jets game is one and a half. I like O'Connell. I like their wide receivers. I like their running back. Their defense is okay, um, but yeah, that that Jets D is tough, and they're and they're tough on on a lot of different levels. But you got to keep in mind, who are the Chargers throwing to right now? They got Keenan Allen against Sauce, and you got what Quentin Johnston, who again has been very unproductive. You have Gerald Everett, you, you have Eckler out of the backfield. I would say that the Raiders have more weapons offensively than the Chargers do with Myers and Adams and Renfro and Meyer and Jacobs. So. We'll see. I mean, I think the average person's going to say, "Okay, this, you know, this this Jets," and I think that the Jets can score points on the Raiders too. So I think the average person's going to take a look at this game next week, and they're going to take the under. And I'm probably going to take the over, Rick. Honestly, I think that's where I'm looking at right now for this Jets Raiders game. All right, Cole. When you look at some of the coaches on the hot seats, it's obviously simplistic to say, "Oh, yeah, you know, without Tom Brady, Bill Belichick doesn't get it done." And that's of course the he was the defensive mind that stopped Jim Kelly, that stopped the greatest show on turf, that you know, jumped that had the player jump that route in the Super Bowl against uh the Seahawks. The his coaching pedigree is beyond reproach, but they are 2 and 7 and he makes 20 million dollars a year, which is more than twice of any coach and American sports, do you think that it's the point now where they're just going to say, all right, we're going to let somebody else go? Or they're like, well, well we're not stupid enough to fire Bill Belichick. What, what do you think their thinking is? I don't think, I, I don't think they're going to fire Belichick. I think Belichick's going to go out on his own terms. I think he's going to finish his career fine. I think Mac Jones isn't the answer. I think they'll find themselves a really good quarterback in the offseason, but they'll, they'll, they'll probably win some games. They're not going to make the playoffs, but they should probably go six and – 11 or what, 7 and 10, or was it 17 games now? Is that what it is? Is it 17-game season? Yes. It is, right, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they, they could still go 10 and 7. That could happen. I mean, Belichick's that good of a coach, and he is a great coach. So I don't think they're going to fire Belichick ever, um, and there's a huge overreaction to it, which is probably why I'm going to take the Patriots this weekend against the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you one more question. Well, at least one more question here. When I talk about hot seats, you, you, you know, obviously when – you know, the, the Sharks tonight might have the worst start in the history of hockey. And you go, well, is it yeah. David Quinn's yeah. fault? He doesn't have a lot to work with. You know, you look at my A's. Can you really blame Mark Kotze when the management is trying to lose? Well, in Chicago, Matt Eberflus is 2-7. and seven. Um, Justin Fields' thing has still not come to fruition. The hand-picked D.C. Allen Williams quit. Uh, because of inappropriate activity, a couple weeks in, whatever the, you can speculate to whatever the hell that was. Do you say, look, Matt Eberflus, we're going to stick with the process, or you're like Steve Wilkes or Rob Chunzinski, you're one and done? I'm not sure it matters with the with the Bears. They have, I mean, they have what the second, the third, and the seventh pick in the next draft. They just traded for a Sweat. I don't mind Bagent. He's actually looked all right. They have they have plenty of weapons offensively with with Moore and with uh, with, with I, I like Deontay Foreman as well. I think he's a pretty good running back. Defensively, they need a lot of help, but 
I mean, when your quarterback goes down like that, uh, it's obviously an issue. But I, I think that because they have so much capital in the next draft, they're not going to fire Eberflus. But I mean, I guess with him, it, it, but it does make a difference because again, they have they have such a promising they have such a promising draft coming up, and this draft is great. Although I do think that Marvin Harrison goes number one. I think he wins the Heisman, and I think he goes number one. And I'm saying that right now. I don't think Caleb Williams goes number one. In fact, after what I saw from Caleb Williams, uh, where he cried after that Washington game, I mean, Caleb Williams has been nothing but bad against decent defenses, and Washington does not have a good defense at all. But he has not been what he's been what he's been you know propped up to be when he when he when he does his little back pedal, which looks great. You know, it's a it's a very athletic, fluid move, but he holds the ball away from his body, and you saw what happened in that Washington game where someone caused him to fumble. In the NFL, he's going to fumble four times a game doing that. That's just not going to work. He's just not going to play, and he's not tall enough anyways, and he's not great in the pocket. So he's kind of like a maybe a little taller Russell Wilson, but with smaller hands and probably a worse arm. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I think uh, I, I think that the Bears have a chance to, pick, to maybe pick up Marvin Harrison and maybe pick up Drake May and maybe pick up a, a great defensive player. And, and have a chance to really revamp their team. So uh, do they fire Ibuflus? Maybe I think, but if, I think if he shows some promise, like let's say they perform well on this Thursday against against uh, the Panthers, I think maybe there's a chance that, that he stays on board. But I mean, if he goes two and fourteen, two and fifteen, uh, probably not. But if, if he goes maybe five and twelve or six and eleven, I think he'll probably stick around. JD Sharp, Pro Wagering, ProWagering dot com. Thanks, my friend. We'll do it again. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come back on their side with Saffron Cassidy. We'll do that next. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. 
Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Well, 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 thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show filmmaker and actress Saffron Cassidy. She has a brand new movie called Designer S. I can't say it because we're on regular radio, but S-H-I-T. And uh, this is um, going to be <clears throat> coming out on the uh, the 14th. And um, Cassidy, welcome to the show. And you have a very interesting background. But first, let me ask you, how many times in your life have people sung Mellow Yellow to you? <laughs> I do get that a lot. Um, Usually for people of a certain age demographic. No offense. <laughs> yeah, I know. You got to be old. I'm just mad about <laughs> Saffron. Okay. We got that out of the way. Donovan. Um, so Canadian, uh, educated in Yorkshire, um, how did you become such a globetrotter? <laughs> um, well, I was born and raised in Toronto. Um, while I was making this film, I was actually living in Los Angeles. So, uh, I jump around a lot, but I'm back in Toronto now. <laughs> okay. Fecal microbiota transplant, taking stool from healthy donors and then implanting it into the gut of a sick patient. Can you tell us uh, how you got involved with that? Sure. Um, so I suffer from a condition called ulcerative colitis. It's an autoimmune condition where the immune system attacks the colon. Um, so it leads to all sorts of unpleasant bathroom-related symptoms. And uh, it was really affecting my life. I heard about fecal transplant and that it might potentially be a good treatment for my condition. 
Uh, so I set out to learn more about it and uh, ended up making a film about it as well. I have a friend who she pays an extraordinary amount of money for ground up doo-doo that comes in a tablet. Is it the same type of thing? It is. It's the same thing. I mean, the old school method is you put it in a blender, you make a bit of a slurry and it can be um, put in via enema. But uh, if you have the means to get it into a capsule, that's another method for sure. Now, who was, and it, it might have been a caveman, but who was the person or the culture that said this is beneficial? Do you know? Um, it comes from ancient Chinese medicine 2,000 years ago. Uh, they called it yellow soup. Uh, and they found out that, you know, treating people with fecal matter could help conditions that are formed in the gut. In modern society, we've learned that there's a condition called uh, C. difficile. It's a gut infection um, that responds really, really well to fecal transplant. Like I'm talking like 90 to 100% success rate of getting rid of this gut infection for good. So um, people started using it for C. difficile and it's actually approved for C. difficile. So if you have C. difficile now in the United States, you uh, are eligible to have this procedure done in hospital. Now, as we say, designer, S word, um, do you, is there a certain uh, quality? I mean, there must be some sort of scrutiny about which one and who's and what they eat and their health. Uh, what are all the, uh, the criteria? The criteria list to be a stool donor is very long. So if we're looking at, you know, clinical trials that are doing fecal transplant, if you want to donate your stool to that clinical trial, you have to be a health superstar because, a lot of things that happen in the gut don't stay in the gut. Um, any history of bowel-related conditions, um, mental illness, metabolic syndrome, all of these different conditions could actually start in the gut. So you're disqualified if you suffer from any sort of health condition, really. Interesting. You talked about the psychological thing. So even mental illness can get into the stool yeah. So uh, one quote that we have in the film, we interviewed a researcher who was doing a trial on fecal transplant to treat bipolar depression. Um, she said, you know, when people think about depression, they think of serotonin, there's a lack of serotonin. But what we don't realize is that a lot of our serotonin is actually produced in the gut. So there's a lot of research showing that our guts are talking to our brains and um, we're just starting to unlock what kind of benefits improving your gut can have on your mental health. Well, speaking of mental health, that's my next question. As you, as, as a person of letters, when it comes to psychology, so many times we hear about your mental outlook and battling any type of uh, health situation. So how much of that for you um, was mental? Um, yeah, I mean, after suffering from this condition for 10 years and over the course of 10 years, it just getting worse and worse, it was affecting every aspect of my life. Um, and I, I had these trigger situations where if I was stuck in a traffic jam, um, or in line at the grocery store, anytime when I felt like I couldn't get to the bathroom on time, mm -hmm. whether I needed to go to the bathroom or not, all of a sudden I needed to go to the bathroom. It was so right. psychological, um, these panic attacks that I would have, uh, so, yeah, I definitely felt the connection between my stress level and my gut and then my gut causing me stress and et cetera. Just went around and around. That's interesting. It's like I know somebody who quit smoking and said if, if he had cigarettes in the house, he was fine and he didn't want them. But if there were none 
then he had to go buy them and smoke them. It's, it's just, it toys with your mind, doesn't it? Definitely. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so when uh, people see this, they they might think, oh, this is uh, some sort of, you know, poo emoji joke uh, show. This is probably, you know, from Funny or Die. And it's like, no, this is a serious thing. Do you have some, because of the topic matter, the they think it's just toilet humor and you're not taking seriously with this? Yeah, for sure. I think that's true of bowel related conditions in general. You know, there's a lot of poop jokes. I make poop jokes. We make poop jokes in the film. Um, But you have to understand that a large portion of the population are suffering from Crohn's colitis or IBS and the suffering is real, you know, Um, and fecal transplant sounds like some sort of joke procedure, but it's not, it's, it's also real. It's being studied in clinical trials around the world. Um, And it's unlocking a lot of answers. So guess in this film i just want to see people take this stuff a little bit more seriously we could definitely laugh about it but also you know this is really exciting research that we should all be excited about i remember norm mcdonald had the joke in medical school he's like all right we're now at the year where you have to pick your discipline brain surgeon heart surgeon yeah you and it's like just a bunch of proctology uh (laughs) jokes (laughs) at that point um but you know, when you think about the response, I'm sure there are a lot of people that, you know, they're embarrassed by the situation and this is probably liberating for them to see this. It is. I have heard that. Um, I think when I set out to make this film, I was so, so sick at the time. I think I was just really fed up of people not understanding how serious this condition was, how it was affecting my life. Um, but I cared less what people thought about me because I was just like, I'm ready to like say what I have to say about this. And now that it's coming out, I'm like forced to deal with the fact that, yeah, people are going to judge me. People are going to think it's weird or I'm gross or this procedure's gross. But I'm getting a lot of feedback from people for who, it's, you know, they really appreciate having this topic spoken about. So is it bad? That, is it bad yeah. that I thought of the double entendre when you said now that it's coming out? there are a lot of those you can't really help it (laughs) right so um one last question for you is i said uh, the person i know spends so much money you apparently got your uh donor so to speak in your uh, relationship does it have to be then treated and incubated i mean how do you go about getting it from one place to the other so to speak so If you want to do fecal transplant, your best bet is to join a clinical trial. There are a lot going on. Uh, I didn't live near a clinical trial, so I felt that my only option was to do it myself. And um, you see the method that I used in the film. I mean, it's pretty simple. It goes into a blender and then into an enema bottle. Do you then use the blender for smoothies? No. (laughs) I decided that we should have a dedicated blender just for this. So uh, last question for you, how much of this is not just a breakthrough, but maybe potentially perhaps the biggest medical breakthrough of the century? It's definitely going to unlock answers to a lot of conditions, not just bowel related conditions. Like I mentioned, metabolic, uh, mental illness, Um, and the title designer SHIT is a play on the fact that, you know, this might be the future of medicine that Hopefully one day we can extract the microbes that we know can help specific conditions. It would be more of a probiotic than just using the raw substance. So 
I think that that's where this is going. We might still be a long way away from there, but there is a future in which you can have a designer SHIT pill that's suited to your condition specifically. And that is the name of the documentary, Designer SHE. We've been speaking with the director and subject, uh, Saffron Cassidy. Thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on the film. And uh, obviously, there's been nothing like it. So uh, kudos. Thank you so much. It was great talking with you. Sure. Yeah, the person I know who does the poo pills, they're like imported. And uh, apparently, she pays like $2,000 for like a month's worth of it. And I'm just thinking, eh, man, that's, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a break. We'll come on back with uh, Tom Clavin, New York Times bestselling author. Prices on all these highly rated tequilas are amazing. Total Wine must have made a mistake. Nope, they always have the best deals in town. Remember that amazing Reposado your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. Whoa, that's a low price. I mean, whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. We all love children, and many of us have an old car, truck, or van in the driveway. Find the Children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use. Keep listening. Every year, thousands of kids go missing. Trust me, it's a parent's worst nightmare. When a child goes missing, every moment counts, and you need all of the help you can get. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely. You can help support their mission by donating your car, truck, van, or SUV. A towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not, and the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children, and get free pickup. Here's the number. 800-670-7830-800-670-7830-800-670-7830. That's 800-670-7830. Attention homeowners, it's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. 
Ancestry makes the perfect gift to give people because it literally blew my mind. It's literally like you're giving them something that they would have no knowledge of. Which is very important because for us to basically be able to find our missing family or to see my indigenous heritage confirmed inside there. It's It's, one gift, but it's so So many many different different things. things. Show someone where they came from this holiday season with Ancestry DNA. Now on sale at Ancestry.com. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. I think a lot of dumb things. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome back to the show once again the New York Times bestselling author Tom Clavin. His new book is called The Last Outlaws, The Desperate Final Days of the Dalton Gang. And uh, this is uh, out today from St. Martin's Press. And uh, Tom, welcome to the show. What, what is it about this story that you think had not been told properly yet? Well, I think uh, it's, it's in addition to it just being a really good story. It, it's, the Daltons are like the last of the, the brothers' gangs, uh, outlaw gangs. I mean, right after the Civil War, you had the James brothers, you had the younger brothers, you had the Rizzo brothers, you had Reno brothers, you had all these different kind of brother gangs all throughout the 1870s, 1880s. And I thought it was kind of interesting that the Daltons were the last of those brothers' gangs. I mean, when, when they were gone, that was it for that era of the Wild West. And I thought that was an interesting angle to it, to, to, to the relationship of the brothers and what they represented to the closing of the Wild West. I remember having you on for um, Blood and Treasure. We had you yeah. on for um, Follow Me to Hell. Uh, we mm-hmm. talked to uh, Bob Jury about the Last Hill. Um, it just when when you when you're such a prolific and successful writer, do you literally have three books going at once, or do you have one and then you stop? You maybe take a cup of coffee and you start in the next one. Uh-huh. You know, they're usually in different stages. Uh, I could be working. I could be in the midst of writing a solo book of mine, and Bob Jury and I are in the production phase of a book of ours, uh, and that was. For example, that sort of happened here. I, was, I, I have a book that I just finished writing, and while I was doing that, Bob Drury and I were, finish, were finishing the tail end of a book that will be out next May. So they're usually kind of staggered. It, it would be very difficult, I think, to be as, as physically writing more than one book at a time. I just, maybe when I was younger, my brain was more supple. I'm not, not so much now. <laughs> well, let's talk about, for people who don't know, the, uh, the Dalton Gang. And um, back in 1892... One of the most brazen uh, heists of that era to uh, rob two banks in uh, broad daylight simultaneously in uh, a little town called Coffeyville, Kansas. Take us through the uh, what was the plan that day? 
Well, the plan was Coffeyville, Kansas, was a very peaceful town in a peaceful area. The, the Wild West had left it behind years and years ago. And it had banks and schools and businesses, and it was kind of thriving. And the last thing they expected was this ghost of Wild West Pass gang to show up and decide they're going to rob two banks at the same time. And what was an attraction for the Daltons was that uh, people were not allowed to carry guns in Coffeyville. Even the town marshal did not carry a gun. So they thought, well, this will be easy. We, you know, there's, there's no guns, and we'll just waltz in, we'll take the money, and we'll waltz back out. Nobody can touch us. But just because they didn't carry guns didn't mean that they didn't, there was no access to guns. They had hardware stores sold guns, <laughs> Winchester rifles and shotguns and pistols. So when people saw the bank was being banks were being robbed, they got really angry because this was their money in the banks. No, there was no, no FDIC. The government was not going to reimburse you <laughs> if, if, if your bank got robbed. And they ran into the hardware stores and started grabbing shotguns and ammunition and rifles and pistols and the last thing the Daltons, expe- the Daltons expected was that when they came out of the, those two banks, that they were going to be, you know, confronted by dozens of, of uh, armed, angry citizens. Would you call that more of a vigilante thing, or more of like a militia, or just a spontaneous? I mean, because basically every member of the gang was killed except Emmett, right? Yeah, that's a good question because you know there, there can be certainly a difference uh, between militia and vigilantes. I mean, we, we saw it in the beginning of the American Revolution. I don't think anybody would call the, the, the guys who rallied together for Lexington and Concord vigilantes. They were they were militia, and I think in the case here, I would call them not vigilantes, but militia in Coffeyville, very informal militia. But they were they were you know calling each other to to, to work together and. and fight together because for common cause, for the, the invasion, basically, of these bandits from the Wild West looking to take their money. Let me ask you this, just as a history guy. Um, I've always kind of thought, and of course he was on our side, and at a certain point I backed him, I would have, but I mean, you could say that Samuel Adams was basically a terrorist burning people out of their houses. <laughs> I mean, it just depends what side you're on, right? Well, yeah, but I, but I, and I think Samuel Adams was kind of sidelined during the Revolution. I mean, he was a very fiery uh, firebrand, uh, and it was certainly partly responsible for, for the American Revolution beginning. Mm-hmm. But you sort of lose track of Samuel Adams after that. So I think <laughs> I think some of the other revolutionaries found his, his form of revolution a little too extreme. No doubt about it. We're speaking with Tom Clavin, The Last Outlaws, The Desperate Final Days of the the Dalton Gang. So when you hear 1892... This is just on the precipice of, uh, you know, the people still on, on uh, horseback. What was the, uh, the law enforcement at that time? You said that uh, the, the, the sheriff didn't even have <laughs> guns. Uh, how, how did they expect to uh, defend themselves there? Well, we have to remember that Coffeyville, uh, when it was founded, which I think was a ra- right after the Civil War, at that time was sort of on the frontier of the American West. But by 1892, Coffeyville, the frontier had left, you know, the Coffeyville had been left behind by the frontier. So it was, it was more middle, middle, middle America then, not the West anymore. So that was why people felt comfortable without needing to feel like, they, they, nobody expected there was going to be gunfights in the street or, the, you know, the shootouts, the gunslingers coming to town and, and bad hombres and things like that. So it was normal it was not not unusual for for communities in Kansas and, and Nebraska and even Missouri and those those middle america kind of states to to not be carrying around guns so that's what made the the event in Coffeyville this huge shootout that took place on October 5th 1892 such a shocking surprise 
of the characters with Grot Bob and Emmett Dalton, Bill Power, and Dick Broadwell, who would you say was probably the most level-headed, and who would probably be the biggest just dirty scumbag? I have to say Emmett, even though he was the youngest, I think he was only 21 when Coffeeville took place, he was pretty level-headed. And there were many times his, his, his brother would come up with a harebrained scheme. Uh, you know, Bob Dalton was the brains of the outfit, which is not really saying much. And, um, and, and Emmett would eventually go along because he just had such loyalty to his brother. But he was the one that would say, you know, wait a minute, that robbing two banks at the same time in broad daylight, is that really a good idea? As far as more of the unsavory kind, I think it was Grat. You know, Grat was not a bad guy, but he kept, he was a drunk. And he was a mean drunk, and he kept getting into bar fights. And especially when you uh, rob a train or, or, or a bank, and you're trying to hide out, the last thing you want to do is get into a big bar fight that attracts the attention of law enforcement. But Grat was probably the dumbest of the three. What was Grat short for? Gratton, G-R-A-T-T-O-N, Gratton uh, uh, Dalton. Interesting. Is it not true that when they saw everybody approaching, the, the criminals approaching the banks, that the that they didn't even have to wait for it to be robbed. They're like, oh, we know exactly who those guys are. You know, the the Daltons were not unknown in the Coffeeville area. Uh, in fact, their older brother of theirs, Frank, who had died in, in, as a deputy marshal enforcing the law, was buried in Coffeeville already. And the, 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 the Dalton family was just across the border in Oklahoma. So that's part of the the the, the dumbness of, of picking banks in Coffeeville where and they, they put on these fake mustaches and sideburns, like that was going to really make a difference. So it was, it was kind of, it's ludicrous and also, you know, uh, tragic at the same time because there was loss of life and more than just the Daltons themselves, but the citizens who died too. So it was, it was silly and tragic. You think about their upbringing, the, the father was a piece of work, um, the mother was around, but is it not true also that they had a relation to the James Younger gang? They did. Uh, Mrs. Dalton, who gave birth to 15 little Daltons, uh, her maiden name was Younger. And I think it was her brother was the father of the Dalton, uh, uh, excuse me, of the Younger group that the Bob and Cole and Jim that, that rode with Jesse James. And eventually they, they met their demise, basically, the great Northfield, Minnesota raid in 1876 with the James gang. The James brothers got away. They didn't. When you think about the days of, uh, you know, Dillinger and Machine Gun Kelly and all that, there was, was there sort of a Pax Romana on bank robberies in between the end of the Wild West and those uh, crazy times in the 20s and 30s? Was that why this was kind of a shock? Like, wait, train robberies and bank robberies, we don't do that anymore? Yeah, you know, one thing that happened that, that stopped the gangs of the Wild West is that the law enforcement got stronger. I mean, people put their, their, started to put their money into uh, uh, police departments, police training. Uh, there were just more badges to go around than bandits. Uh, what, so what, and then there was people bonding together for the world, fight World War I. And, but what changed, of course, in the 1920s and 30s is first you had prohibition. There was just so much money to be made from illegal sales of, of, of whiskey and other alcoholic beverages that, that the gang started to form again. And then the Depression was sort of a bit of a breakdown of law and order, so in a lot of ways, and, and terribly underfunded police departments. That's when you had people like John Dillinger and Babyface Nelson and Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, that's that's the, allowed them to roam the Midwest. And, and like the old gunfighters of the American West, the, some, of these, some of these gangsters were given this romantic glow like they were Robin Hoods. And for the most part, they weren't. They stole from the rich, baby, but they kept it. <laughs> Last question for you. 
Was, was there one or two of the citizenry that stood up and fought, and I know some of them died. Was there a hero or two that uh, put this gang down? Well, there's one fellow named John Clore who is a livery stable owner, and he, he happened to be a good shot. In fact, again, this how silly it was. He and Bob, uh, Bob Dalton had been in a sharpshooting contest together years ago, and both were excellent sharpshooters. And when, once he got his hands on a rifle, he was the one that, that shot Bob. And and he was the, he may have shot one of the other brothers. There was one guy that sort of braved the bullets and went out went out there and 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 did the shooting. But he was not alone. Uh, that many of the citizens of Crossville exposed themselves to danger to try and stop the robberies. This book is fascinating. It's called The Last Outlaws: The Desperate Final Days of the Dalton Gang from St. Martin's Press. It is out today in paperback from our guest Tom Clavin. Tom, you did it again. Congratulations and thank you for coming on the show. Well, thank you for having me back. I appreciate it. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Pilot. would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money. So join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? 
Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. I did. I feel bad now about that. Uh, a couple minutes left. If you want to call in, you better hurry up. 1-800-878-PLAY. It's funny. The uh, <clears throat> As we look to see maybe some more changes in Major League Baseball, that uh, I, I, Aaron Boone is staying with the team, which is good for him, but the owner, Hal Steinbrenner, he spoke to the media today about a variety of topics on uh, Zoom. He said, I think Aaron Boone thinks that we're not teaching young players to bunt enough. A few years ago in player development, we cut back on the bunting skills, but Aaron Boone feels it's becoming a bigger part of the game again. He feels it's important, so we're going to start right up again. You like that's your solution? <laughs> you want to bunt more? Well, <clears throat> I mean, teams averaged zero point zero nine sacrifice hits per game last season. Thirty years ago, they had point four sacrifice hits per season. So it's definitely not coming back. But it kind of reminds me of like, oh, we're not teaching it anymore. It reminds me of when uh, Bobby Crosby, who was Rookie of the Year with the uh, the A's, that uh, when his career didn't go as good as it might have done at the plate, his dad said that the A's in their minor league system, that they taught them to take too many pitches because of Moneyball. It was all about trying to get on base and didn't teach uh, anybody to be aggressive. And that because of that, they uh, <clears throat> they stunted his his growth as a hitter, and that yeah, that's fine. You can think whatever you want, right? Yeah, there's <laughs> you can, but I just love the fact that I I just I would love to see the reaction of the uh, New York press. You know, it's just like you spend all this money, you get all these great players. 
and uh, it was a disastrous season. What do we want to do next year more? Bunt. <laughs> it's like, what does the Army need? More Swiss Army knives. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. Pacific time. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.